You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. you know, a certain group of people, I would like to say this is not strictly speaking the way things go down with our people, right? Like your people, who's your people? Not all people who are long lived and drink the blood of others are monsters. Well, white people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. I'm I'm alone here with the two. What are you doing later? Marco? (laughs) How co- hey, hey, how come the uh, how come this microphone isn't plugged in? Are we actually recording? Hey, boy, what are you doing tonight? Uh-oh. Oh, I hate it when they've been shaved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just going to warn you now. It's hot and I'm sweaty and gross. So I hope you choke on that. We are reviewing the last voyage of the Demeter, which is one of the longest languishing, very highly thought of scripts, pretty much ever, over two decades. Since this film, this script was originally written, Golly. that it's been sitting, and multiple people have like tried to have optioned it. It just didn't happen. And why? Well, when you think about okay, over two decades, first off, the ultimate film that everyone has probably tried to, in some way or form, remake in a different context in horror has been Alien. Am I wrong? No, you're not oh, right. Oh, it's oh. it's but even Alien is just a a, a haunted house movie. No, it's yeah, yeah. But it's it, a sturdy formula. But it was the most successful version of that formula. Sure, at that point, also most yeah. prestigious because prestigious. it was good. Certainly, <laughs> I mean there were other good ones before that, but it was the one that was like everybody agreed. Wow, this is a game changer. Right, right, and uh, it was immediately followed by Roger Corman making lots of copies of it, by major Hollywood studios making lots of copies of it. Oh, yeah. There's been no end of ones that I really, really like, and I think we all do but you're still like ultimately okay this is alien alien did it better but someone came up with the idea that the original bram stoker novel dracula has a soul sequence that there's segments of the captain's log of the point where dracula is transported and his Mm. boxes of dirt to england from romania on a ship and the ship shows up and everybody's dead you're like how can we never really get that whole story there (laughs) and go and someone went it's kind of like Alien. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, don't love, even, I love how Coppola was like, yeah, that was like a two-minute bit. There you go. Yeah, but I think yeah. that's also why it appealed to people, because it's a part of the story that is often truncated or cut out, because it's narratively not that important, but it's a good, creepy little moment in the book. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. here's this mystery ship. It shows up in port. The entire crew is missing or dead. And, you know, there's just some boxes, huh? You know, it's just a captain's log and a brief newspaper article, and, and that's all you see of it. And somebody thought, you know, 
This is public domain. Yeah. I don't have to pay the rights for it. Yeah. It's Dracula. So I've got name appeal. Everybody there. knows about that IP. So it's not a prequel. It's not a spinoff, really. But it's, it's less a like why don't we? Chapter. Yeah, it's it, a no, chapter. It's, it's the Rogue One of Dracula. No, but it really kind of is. It's yeah. that. It's yeah, a, it's a missing chapter of the story. Everybody knows that happened, but nobody really knows what happened. And they're like, but. When you think about it, it's kind of like Alien. It's a bunch of dudes on a ship, yeah. Uh, and there's a monster stalking and hunting them all, and yeah. they can't get off the ship. What do you do? And that's what the story is. And it's by and normally I would have gone like, okay, fine, whatever. Like every ninth Dracula film is watchable, right? <laughs> I, uh, I think you're giving that the character too much credit. Maybe, uh, maybe that's too much credit. Yeah, yeah. There's every 30th, maybe. Uh, okay, right. That's come out Dracula 2000 age. was a masterpiece, uh, but... You know, uh, I actually weirdly kind of like Dracula okay. 2000. Uh, my final I thoughts are... I kind of like that one, too. Uh, see? See? I, oh I kind of enjoyed it. It's not a good movie, but it's a fun it, movie. All it has to do, and that's what this movie's trying to do, is let's take something that is already so painfully familiar and find a fresh angle on it yeah and frankly the fact that it hasn't been done before kind of surprises me too i mean this is about as interesting to take as you could get on a story literally everybody I mean, knows we've never had a bottle dracula movie yeah and that's sure. what this is yeah. and also they handed it to one of my favorite horror directors andre uh, oh my god i like i you could do it you could do it no i have no idea how to pronounce his last name it's called like phonetically Orvidal, but there's a big slash through the O, so I don't know how that's pronounced. Andre Orvidal. What? You're just making that up. You don't know. I know. That's uh, yeah, but okay. it sounded real. It sounded right? better. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, there you know. It's probably not pronounced. It's probably pronounced Andre Borvidal or something. You know, like, it's pronounced because- Orville. Orville. <laughs> the D's silent. The O's kind of hinky, but I otherwise, mean, yeah, it's Orville. I, I say he's one of my favorites because he's made some of the most interesting horror films, like a Troll Hunter mm-hmm. horror comedy. Delightful if you've never seen it. It's wonderful horror comedy that really nothing else resembles it. And then one of the creepiest and honestly scariest horror films, I think, the last decade, The Autopsy of John, Jane Doe. Good, a good bottle film as well. Another good bottle film yeah. starring Brian Cox. And uh, Emil Hirsch. Yeah. Scared the fuck out of me when I saw it at Fantastic Fest. It was good. Yeah. Really liked it. And I'm like, and he, and he even made a great, scary, genuinely scary adaptation of kids' horror, scary scor- stories to tell in the dark, which mm-hmm. is pretty good. I, I was ready for it just to be like, okay, it's tolerable. And then I was like, hey, man, I liked that. That was good. What the hell? I mean, he's a clearly solid filmmaker. So my real question is, why exactly right do you think he shit the bed all over this? <laughs> this is right. and uh, Yeah, that's right. We got Marco. I'm Marco, and he's wrong. And I'm Christoph. 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 Please, no. Uh, I do not drink wine. Because wine is gross. I wine like is liquor great. and beer. Wine so. is fantastic. Yeah. I wish I only drank wine. Also, remember, yes, he is an ancient uh, you know, sucker of blood, evil, undead asshole. But he's also about me dumb or? enough to... No, Chris. <laughs> oh, I, I wasn't sure if you were talking about me either. I, was like, I mean, it does fit now that I think about it. But, you know, it is kind of applicable to either. But, hey, you're the dumb vampire who moved to fucking Texas. So, come on. Yeah. Not the smartest vampire you should okay. be worried about. First off, the whole sun thing is kind of a myth. Uh, Even according to Bram Stoker. It makes you weak. Originally, you're just like, I'm just a normal person. I, with Bram Stoker, you say, I kind of made it all up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's all bullshit. 
bullshit. <laughs> it was I made it up. loosely based on a true story. Loosely, loosely. Based. Look, loosely. I personally helped him with it. Okay? So, <laughs> someone got cut once. I didn't tell him. Was like, that, hey, what if? You know, I, there was a guy who lived out here whose name was Dracula. That's cool. What if he sucked blood? I I didn't say that. No, no, no. Let's go with this. I taught He's him a blood sucker. Everything he knows, just not everything I know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah, I. Uh, Oh man! All right, I, well, no. Before we get into opinions, okay. let's talk about the plot. All First right. off, you have Corey Hawkins playing like the lead here, who most recently known in The Walking Dead, but I always remember as Doctor Dre in Straight Outta Compton. Fucking yes, which he got a uh, Screen Actors Guild Award nomination. He was fantastic, um, and and not a bad British accent. No. Yeah. Well, he's an American actor, and yet... He's pretty yeah. good, yeah. Yeah, he also is known for uh, several Broadway productions, including Six Degrees of Separation, where oh. he got a nomination for Tony Award for Best Actor. And then you have Aisling Franciosa, Anna, who I was like, I know her from somewhere. The Nightingale. The Nightingale. The fucking Nightingale. I just looked it up. I was like, roles. that's who that is. In the Nightingale, now, which that's is... That's a scary movie. One of the most deeply disturbing films you're ever going to see, but it's by the, uh, the woman who directed The Babadook, and it's... Incredible film, but you're you're not ready for it. No, no. It, like the first like fifteen twenty minutes, you're like go and uh, <laughs> it, it, that movie is incredible. Can we talk about the Nightingale? <laughs> but the people you'll immediately recognize here is Liam Cunningham, who's the oh. captain of the Demeter. Of course, you know him from Game of Thrones, amongst other things. And then David Dastmalchian uh, as Wojciech, who is like the first mate, who you know from any number of things, all the way back to the Dark Knight. Yeah, Remember him? Like, 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 yeah, yeah. And um, he's in uh, um, guys. He's in all of uh, Nolan's uh, films. Nolan's, Nolan's films. films. He's in a lot of Nolan's films. He's an Oppenheimer. And uh, what's the guy who did a uh, uh, Dune? Um, uh, uh, David Dianuf? Villeneuve, yeah. Denis, Denis Villeneuve. He's all. I, I have to commend uh, David uh, Dashamel, Dasham, or however you say his name. Um, it was the first time I was like, "Hey, you're not Sean Beaning it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not dying immediately, <laughs> right? But like, he's an actor who who's an odd looking fellow, no question. Sure, and, and got it's a lot of roles man. early on of just being sort of like a creepy, sort of like okay, there and then they're not type of character for a creepy effect. But then was very effectively in James Gunn's uh, Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. Polka Dot Man, and everybody was like. I love him. Yeah. And now he's getting more prominent roles and that aren't necessarily just creepy guy, uh, villain honestly, guy. When I saw his name on the cast list, I assumed he was playing Dracula. Right. I no. really did. And but I was he, like, oh, he's the first mate. He's but you a know who a good guy man. who is playing Dracula is Javier Botet, who is this insanely tall and very skinny and bony actor who's best known to me. By playing the monster in the Wreck movies, uh, who is so creepy in those, and then he the was Conjuring the films. title character in the in Mama. He was in Slenderman as the main character. He was the hobo that vomits on the guy in It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, he is like Doug Jones, or yeah. you know, certain actors yeah. like Ron Perlman early in his career. They're like. Well, you have but just this really strange body or weird look that, yeah. you know, just lends itself to creating Who's extreme also a characters. decent actor, just yeah. like those people. He has I, range. I got to hang out with him at Fantastic Fest one year when Rec 2 played there. And we just hung out for like two hours doing shots and talking. And he was delightful. Like there was a bit of a language barrier. He didn't perfectly. At this point, he speaks English better than he did then. But he still, he could speak it. But we just hung out laughing and talking about movies. And I was like... I gotta be honest, you still scare the fuck out of me even sitting here. <laughs> but you are to play awesome. Dracula soon. <laughs> He's like, that's great, I'll get more roles. <laughs> and he wasn't wrong. <laughs> he was not wrong. But so from the beginning, you're like, all right, so if you know the story, like 
Dracula wants to go to England. He has his boxes of dirt and his box of him put on the ship uh-huh. sent over. In this version, the the Romany that are delivering the boxes are like, yeah, we're not even going to help you put the boxes on there because the sun's about to set. Yeah. And you know what? Good luck. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> good riddance. He's your problem He's now. your problem now. <laughs> we're so glad he left. Uh, and they're all like, okay, whatever. So the ship sails. Everything seems relatively normal at first. They end up very last minute because of a crew member who sees the mark of Dracul on one of the boxes who's like fuck this I'm not doing that who leaves smartest man in the movie and uh, Corey Hawkins Clemens who's a doctor who wasn't originally chosen but because he saves the life of the captain's son grandson the grandson uh, from a falling box goes okay yes you can can obviously come in and be be the crew member here Mm -hmm. so everything seems normal enough man it's a well-stocked ship considering they've got like a full stock of animals uh, you know and vegetables they're like we're gonna be fine because it's it's gonna take a month i forget like oh my god to sail across the i don't know where they are but uh like the sail that far is like i guess it takes fucking four weeks well i mean basically they're going from transylvania to london yeah transylvania doesn't exist okay it's a real place oh my god are you thinking about pennsylvania that's a different place. That place I, is haunted. I, I can assure you, Pennsylvania does not exist. And I've been there. <laughs> I was so drunk. Welcome I'm convinced I imagined the entire state. But it's not long before weird shit starts happening. Before you know it, all the animals are dead in one fell swoop. And they're like, and the doctor's like, that's peculiar. And everyone else <laughs> like, is it a disease? I'm like, their throats are literally ripped out. I was like, is it COVID? <laughs> it's not a disease <laughs> they should have masked up god damn it and then they find because you know with the storm uh one of the boxes of dirt breaks up breaks open and there's a girl inside of it and if you know anything about early sailing days a woman on a ship was not considered to be a good thing it was not con- cool guys not, not cool not, not cool. cool it was not considered cool. to be you're doomed if a woman's on your ship i don't even know the actual origins of that. I assume it just came from misogyny in general, but maybe there's a more specific source. Also, probably the captains are like, Jesus, these guys are going to get really rapey. I yeah. need to keep them off the ship. Yeah, true. Yeah. That the guys only, stay I, I was, under control. I was kind of expecting that. Which is like, was oh, well. only fainted, faintly hinted at the plausibility of it in one shot. And even then it was like, yeah, you can interpret that way or not. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Which I was pleased they didn't get into it. I'm like, I don't need to see any more rapey stuff, quite frankly. Yeah. I, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, for, you know, everybody's <laughs> on the same page of like, okay, something's killing us. Something on the ship. It Guess what? Spoiler. It's Dracula. Except in this version, it's not suave, cool, Gary, Gary Oldman, Oldman without the makeup Dracula. It's horrific. 30 days of night, uh, wing, winged bat. He's Batman. Yeah. Vicious but the man bat. The man bat. He's the man, He's bat. The man bat. Well, I mean, which is actually a character in DC Comics. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Do That's you? why I said uh, I don't know because you're always like nerds. So <laughs> I don't know you if you actually know that. nerds. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. The correct term now is bat person. Bat, per- a bat person. <laughs> Just like right is a bad person. <laughs> Just because I did not care it's for this not film. He, it's not he or she or them. It's it. You know, Bat <laughs> is gender neutral. Yeah, it That's is. true. Um, I know you didn't care for this film. It made yeah. me sad because I, generally speaking, really did enjoy what was being created here in terms of tone, atmosphere, <sighs> the performance of the lead character playing Dracula. The performance of everybody in this yeah, film I thought was solid. really solid. It's not a film that's diving deeply into gore. It is a film that wants you to feel unsettled. I think it's really the only thing that really set me off on like, I wish that this was 
better in what it was doing as a horror film was that there's a lot of very traditional tropey scares here for oh, when yeah. they're trying to do the scares where I'm like, okay, these are very predictable and telegraphed scares. Uh, yeah, but, that's but, it. But, but Everything's I, telegraphed. But I don't feel like that's really what this film is after. I think it's really about atmosphere, and I uh, think that, that it succeeds admirably on it, that level. It's trying to be classy. I mean, it's trying to be respectful of the Dracula mythos. It's not schlocky. Uh, you know, everything about it is very tasteful, but I think that is part of the thing that's holding it back. Uh-huh. It's trying to be somewhat literary and highbrow. It's like, yes, we are adapting a classic, but we're also a rated R movie. And afterwards, I was like, why was that rated yeah. R? Yeah. It feels PG-13. It didn't need to be. I mean, there's some gore in it, but there's no but sex. Not, there's no bad language. Yeah. And it's really not that scary. No, it's I, I not enjoyed it enough, but I know that it was the dramatic elements that work for me. The horror bits aren't. And, and frankly, I really, I know, I know it's never going to happen, but I wish that they had marketed this without the dracula angle. thank you i knew it, exactly that, what it you know was. it needed That's, to be a dracula film but they wish they had sold it where the mist where the, the mystery yeah. was that oh my like, god holy it's shit dracula. it's fucking dracula it would yeah. have been a much more like fans of the book people who read the book they a minute the minute you see last voyager the demeter you get the basic yeah. log and line. You and you really know what know it is. Book. And that's uh, fine. But, if like if people who are fans of the book and they see that it's the last voyage of Demeter, right. like, ooh shit. Like, but but for, for everyone else who audience, did it, yeah. I would have I personally would have loved it yeah. if they had kept that reveal quiet. Because I yeah. thought that it was and I, I even think outside of that, the film reveals Because that kills that, a lot of attention. The reveal, film reveals all that information way too early in it as well. It, it fucking spells it out. Yeah. It's like it's the there's a text at the very beginning. It's like, by the way, this is Dragon. All right. It's based and, uh, on I'm that, Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, that may have been added after the fact as well. Man, that, that, that is such like, a, it felt like a producer's note yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. no one's going to know what this but, is. But I like, mean, they fucking say it. story, the moment they're like, you know, the symbol of the dragon, like most people would have been like, okay, and the it, date, it, you know, you're like, it you doesn't matter. It like, it's just like the build that, like the tension, the tension in the this movie happening. was for me, zilch. I was fa- I was nodding off a lot because hmm. uh, the character development for all of them was so extraordinarily piss poor. Like I did not care about a single character. I don't agree with you on that. No, I, I that's okay. I I, I just didn't care because like you don't know why. Uh, what's his name? Clemens, uh, Corey Hawkins' character. Like they 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 add a little element that he really wants to get to England. And, like, they don't really go to the links to understand, like, really why. He literally has a monologue about why he's going to England. In fact, yeah. But also he just says, like, oh, because I want to know, like, I just want to know the world. That's the bullshit answer he gives them the first day he meets them. And then he says that that again. No, No, but later he gives a very specific monologue. I think you fell asleep during that part. (laughs) Man, it was... The movie bored you so much you slept through the one part that answered the question you had. Uh, And that's the movie's fault, not yours. I'll ask you after the review, because I was like, I... did not care at that I, ultimately, point. Ultimately, he ended up where he was in Transylvania because of a bullshit reason. And he's like, there's literally nothing for me here. And my only chance is to get back to the Basically, world he had oh. a job offer. And they oh, showed up and they're thing, like, yeah. oh, by the way, racism. You didn't mention you were black. Get the fuck out of our country. Yeah. And he's like, fine. I got to go back to England and try again. And, but, you know. But, yeah. but also the other characters, like there's their uh, the Leon Cunningham with his, like, his grandson. And like, man, just... Nothing went 
when you guys were sh- talking about how uh, it was trying to treat this with uh, with grace, like though there was a few times that I felt really that he was inspired because he did a lot of like close up with wide angles that felt really reminiscent of like even like Coen Brothers stuff where it's just like right in your face kind of st- and they're like doing like they're having conversations but it's it's very close you don't see that with like a a, a bigger or like a mid level movie it's like it's a lot of like you know uh, just regular angle shots and like mids and wides and that's all you get but this is like oh i, I kind of see what he's trying to do here but then it would just the rest of it just felt really flat the way that it was shot and i wanted to like i don't know longer takes just like really creepy things to go through stuff and it's finally you know finally find dracula well, like again, creeping around one of the problems i agree with you is that the scares don't work as well as they God, think. And I feel like a lot of them are very, like I said, they're super telegraphed and tropey. And I was like, okay, but the whole bigger piece of the thing, the setting of it, the, the design of Dracula in this, where, like I said, he's completely feral, monstrous yeah. Dracula. The, the, I, I just found it very eer- eerie yeah. and effective as traditional Dracula is I almost wish they had done away entirely with the scenes that were trying to be jump scary mm-hmm. because they did feel tropey and I was like yeah I mean maybe if y'all had even gone back further and gone like this is just classic Dracula and we're just trying to tell a good story with a good script because I think the script is fantastic mm. I, I I really went I'm sitting there listening to the dialogue and the way it's written going this is excellently written dialogue it's all good as far as i'm concerned but to kind of piggyback off of what wright was saying they do they squander their one big surprise yeah which is it's dracula which also means they show him a lot earlier than i would have liked yeah uh you know we know that dracula can kind of transition between a human to being some creature thing it would have been nice to see more of that transition yeah and really the big surprise is gone out of the movie and and i don't think that's the filmmaker's fault no again to wright's point this feels like a producer note uh we were talking about and i can't spoil it because some of my issues uh are things where they've deviated from the book normally i'm okay with that sure books are books movies are movies but when they're making such a big deal of being faithful to the source material the deviations the deviations are weird and off-putting and, and contradict several. things. Yeah. And there's some big, and they also introduce some logic gaps by making those deviations. I mean, I feel like maybe that's the reasoning behind not keeping the Dracula thing a secret is that, fuck it, it's just like an alien-style horror film, but like monster hunting thing and who yeah. cares? And that's because <sighs> they like do major things to move away from what Dracula actually yeah. is in Bram Stoker's version that annoyed me yeah. at points where I'm like, Either it is this or it isn't. That's like, why. It, why? It, why? Like it doesn't feel fair for you to claim this and then go. Yeah, but we can do whatever we want. Yeah, it just yeah. it felt like an early two thousands movie in the end for for me that it, you just because it blew its load so early with like and it just cuts all the tension immediately because because it has this dramatic irony going on that like the audience knows like well it's fucking dracula and then everyone else is trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on you're like it's dracula catch up 
And right. you're just like, you're, that's why it was very You were annoyed that no one else is getting it. Yeah, no like, one, but no one in this world knows what Dracula is yeah. except the girl. Sure, exactly. But the thing is, though, it's like, th- that's why, why did they need to telegraph and, and literally write it down at the very beginning of the movie? It's like, by the way, this is Dracula. Dracula. Like, it, well, you it, know what I think happened, right? They're I think, worried that audiences are stupid. Well, that's, exactly that's what it. the fucking problem is. They're, and it's, ah, man, it's. It's such a letdown. Somebody looked at Kristen Stewart's underwater and thought, wow, this is just like, you know, a generic aliens knockoff in an underwater base trying to get out of the base while it's being attacked by monsters. And then in the last 10, 15 minutes of movie, they're like, surprise, this is a Cthulhu movie. You weren't seeing that one coming. And I'm like, okay, that almost redeemed this for me. I actually really like underwater a lot. Uh, But I liked it a lot more once Cthulhu showed up. And I think... The same thing happened here where, like, once they revealed Dracula, they, they really, they squandered their ace in the hole. It wasn't yeah. bad. They had a good hand, but they played their ace too early. It's yeah. it's a, it's an interesting concept. But they also looked at the numbers for underwater and said, right. oh, that didn't make any fucking no, money. We got to right. sell Dracula. And so, which yeah. leads me to believe, it's like, well, then don't do this. Yeah. This is, this is, I don't think it was a good idea in the end. I don't think this is going to make any money at all. It's going to flop like crazy. No one's going to fucking see this because they're like, well, I can see Barbie well, for I mean, the fifth time. The thing is, Talk to Me is still dominating horror theaters right, right now. And as well, it should. Talk to Me is a fucking amazing fucking right. horror film. Like, it's a game changer of a horror film. Is that one about Dracula too? Have you not seen Talk to Me? No, I haven't seen it. Yet. It's the A twenty four one. No, I know what it is. Is that I'm the one saying. with John Travolta and oh my God, uh, just, Bruce Willis as the baby? Just spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> just everyone stop talking. I thought everybody stopped talking was the unmade sequel for that franchise. It, Talk to Me is the fourth. Uh, okay, I told franchise. you guys about how my bloodlust rises when this happens. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to final thoughts, Marco. I mean, I've already laid out some of my issues with this movie. It is very faithful to the book, except for when it isn't. And ordinarily, I am very tolerant of that. But I think the fidelity to the source material is what actually elevated this into something that was more than just a standard schlocky Dracula rehash. But I, I, as much as I disagree with Wright on certain aspects, I do agree with him on the fact that they just played Dracula too early. The yeah. one good surprise they had... You know, I think audiences might have felt like, oh, well, this was worth it for that reveal. And that reveal came in too early. And unfortunately, the first two thirds of the movie just doesn't have enough scares, doesn't have enough tension, Uh Um, which is too bad because there's so much about this that's classy. I think in a different director's hands, maybe with a different take on the material, they Uh could have juiced it up a little bit in the editing room or just with some different choices and found some ways to close some of those logic gaps that the new ideas that you know were introduced with these new ideas which really feel like producers notes like well we have to do this audiences won't like it if we don't do that right you know we have to leave a space open for a sequel like bullshit that movie that that story is about everybody fucking dying it it was it was like this is gonna be just as big as the dark universe no this is gonna be as big as that thing universal wants that so bad that's what it felt like. It felt a little disappointing, but not as disappointing as the Thing sequel, which is like, well, you thought you knew what happened at the Norwegian base? Turns out some of them did survive. Then why fucking tell me they all died? Anyway, oh. I'm going to have to give it a rating, and I wanted to like this more. It's got so much promise, and I don't know if anyone will ever take another bite at this particular apple, uh, but I see what it's you too bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to give this... 
seven out of ten plague rats that are mysteriously disappearing <laughs> off the ship. Seven out of ten. Wow. Dracula. Uh, it feels like should be a great name for a uh, anti uh, uh, rat service. Yeah, right? you know, Wait. Dracula uh, anti I mean, infestation service. <laughs> I mean, we really? take care of your infestation. <laughs> we take Dracula. Uh, yes. The, uh, <laughs> we other living Dracula immortal. in your house. We advise you not be there while this yes, happens. Yes, it's so. not pretty. He takes his work very it's seriously. It's at night. Get an Airbnb. Honestly, uh, really, once you had uh, Liam Cunningham as the Onion Knight as a sea captain, seen a mark of a dragon anywhere, he's like, I've been in that show before. <laughs> Fuck this. Okay. Also, uh, man, go into my final thoughts. Sorry. I'm just yeah, going to catch you. It's Wright's final thoughts. Okay. Yeah. So they final? also... Completely tonight. The night. The Tonight's Finally, let them do it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <sighs> they misused Leon Cunningham or like underused him like crazy in this movie. Uh, it dr- it drove me crazy. You're he a has, big Liam Cunningham fan. He, he his fucking voice. Yeah, his voice, voice is amazing. I agree. And they just like he had a little bit of a narration, and then it's just like he's was he there? <laughs> like he's. Uh, man, that really frustrated me too. Anyway, I taught him all that shit back in the what was it nineteen oh sixties? Yeah, I kept thinking about we if went this over was the rumble and the whole like oh you need to use the brogue and the Royal Rumble, yeah, wrestling. You no. have to say anyway, Captain's Law. Nobody, nobody cares. Star date, and then he said, "No, I'm not going to do that." Yeah, no, uh, I is that not the first thing you thought when he went? Oh yeah, Captain's Law. And log. I was like, "What's the star date?" <laughs> they so should have gotten Patrick Stewart for that role, <laughs> right? Anyway, I. Uh, so <laughs> you would have been too old. They got, <laughs> I, uh, I found this very disappointing. I thought it was extraordinarily boring. And, uh, and I thought I, I didn't really care about any of the characters. Cause they, they tell you at the very beginning, by the way, it's Dracula and everyone dies there. The end, like I thought, I thought that honestly, the text at the very beginning was a fucking joke. Uh, it, was, it infuriated me. Cause it's like, you just told it. You, you just trailered us. Where is you're just telling you showed all everything that happens and you just told us in text like by the way this is based on Dracula I know this is the part where like no one really cares about but like everyone died and but Dracula ends in England and, and there's the cool story after that but you know this is the part where everyone dies it's like why then why are we fucking watching them? this in a world where everyone on the ship it, died it it really infuriated me and I was just I was basically hate fucking watching this. Uh, and so uh, I, I didn't really care about the characters. I thought it was shot well enough. There was definitely moments in the film that, you know, I, I do like uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. I haven't seen Troll Hunter yet. Um, oh, you'll love it when you do. I will. It's probably. delightful. It's delightful. Yeah. Um, I, I see there's definitely inspiring moments of like film technique where he's compositing shots really well. Uh, I don't think it's, I don't think, I, I have to disagree. I don't think it's well written. Uh, I just I thought it was very bland and just didn't really care for anyone's like speeches at all because uh, it just it felt like it was going in circles because you know David Dashamel or whatever the hell his name is um, just kept yeah he just kept saying like I don't agree with you and I'm like oh, God I'm not sure it. why he had to have an accent that actually part confused me that, that I was okay with that because it was the first time I was like wow you sound different than you're normally. Hello. But I was, yeah, I was confused by like, that was a weird choice because it doesn't serve any point in the plot. It it doesn't. It doesn't. He's just like random choice. He's, he's just harder edged, whatever. But, um, man, I, I think this is a big, uh, just mess or not not necessarily even a mess, just like a total letdown. Just like it's bland and banal and totally skip it. I mean, see anything else. Go see 
Neil Breen's new movie, oh, Case, The Tortured Crossing. It's a road show going right now all across America. Hold on one second. So my rating is... Can we cut off his mic? I'm actually engineering this episode. I will give this three out of ten Neil Breen movies I would much rather watch. No, it's funny, like, a lot of the same problems you have, I have the same problem, but they just didn't destroy the movie for me, Mm. except for I thought it was actually an excellent script. That's a really good script. The biggest problem in this film is, A, the the feeling that the producers stepped all over it with the Mm -hmm. early reveal of Dracula, and B, um, the way that they made the choice to try and do a lot of jump scares and stuff. It didn't need to be that type of horror film. I, and I felt like there was a lot of pressure. It needs to have those type of scares. I'm like, I'm not sure it does. I think it's that's the part where you go, oh, they just want to make Alien on a ship with Dracula. And I'm like, I feel like there was a better way to do this. Like, and, I would have even liked to have seen a thing where it was a mystery, where sure. Dracula was a member of, they thought he was a member of the crew or something. That would have been great. That would have been interesting. And, and, and just to cut in real quick, it is never claustrophobic. Which is what Alien is. I know. It needed that claustrophobic yeah. aspect then. I don't think it captured that. But that being said, I really did like all the dialogue in this quite a bit. I liked all the performances in this quite a bit. I thought Javier Brotet did a fantastic job being really super creepy as Dracula. The the feral monster version of Dracula. Also, which we haven't mentioned, Bear McCreary, who I think is one of the best guys working in scores mm-hmm. right now. Mm knocks it out of the park with the score here. I think it's an exceptional score. Really, really good. In fact, they're releasing the soundtrack album, so there you go, right? Nope. Yeah. Vinyl. You can get it on I'm vinyl. I'm going to get the Neil Breen soundtrack on vinyl. I know you're not. There's no uh, way you're buying that. I will stop you. I will literally buy that. I will stop you. If he ever released any of his music, which is all, I'm assuming, I'm just basically John McClane right now stopping you from doing that. <laughs> like, it's a terrorist action. <laughs> this is actually a, an elaborate ruse. <laughs> this is actually a Neil Breen intervention. Right. We're Do you guys want to watch? Watch Neil Breen uh, no, movie? no, no, we oh, really oh, don't. As your oh, okay. friends, we're here to we're break you of this addiction. That it's bad. It's bad. Okay. Look, it's unhealthy. For stop you. rewarding. Look, can I shit. go back to the review of this movie okay, instead of the Neil fine, Breen I thing? Guess. You can listen to the new Trash in the Can if you want to hear. Right. Listen to Trash in the Can on oneofus.net. The new Brain. Neil Breen movie. We review it, and you'll love it. But uh, I thought this was solid. But I'm right there with uh, with Marco that. I wanted this to be better in so many ways than it actually is. I think this is probably the weakest of the films from this director I've seen, but it's still well worth seeing. Um, I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 necks in this room that are pulsing attractively right now. No, that's not. That's just like my... I think that's just a blood clot. That's my heartburn. Oh. It's just like, it's oh, just... Oh, a, oh shit. Okay. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, the blood clot's a, actually getting me, guys. I think my the stroke's pressure. finally coming. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, like, how do you really want to go is the question you should ask yourself right now. How do I want to go on my own two feet out that door? Well, no problem. I can make that happen as long <laughs> as you're willing to uh, help me with right afterwards. Oh, I'll be like, I'll be like a buffet. Made an attractive proposition. <laughs> yeah, just like go to town. 